Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Rob from Cigar Store Idiots. You may be asking yourself what Moonwalker Delta 8 is. Moonwalker is the industry leader in Delta 8 THC products, an emerging category pushing the boundaries of the cannabis plant. By expertly combining terpenes with complementary flavors, Moonwalker represents the absolute pinnacle of Delta 8 THC products, all engineered for pure bliss and joy. If you have any questions or concerns about the legality of Delta 8, please feel free to visit moonwalker.com backslash pages backslash legal. Have you been searching for something healthy and natural to make you feel better and get you back on the up and up? Let me introduce you to Life Cycle Mushroom Tinctures. Life Cycle is now transformed into an evolutionary mushroom biotechnological company that harnesses the great potential mushrooms possess. Life Cycle's mission is to deliver the highest possible ethos attached to the incredible professional products to those who wish to upgrade their wellness and reach their true potential. Let's start with Turkey Tail for your gut health, Rishi for relaxation, Lion's Mane for focus, Cordyceps to help your body realize its true natural potential, and Shiitake for your hair, nail, and skin support. Head on over to CigarStoreIdiots.com, look for the Lifecycle link, use CSIPOD10 for a promo code to help you save some money today. This was never about money for us, it was about us against the system. That system that kills the human spirit. We stand for something. To those dead souls inching along the freeways in their metal coffins, we show them that the human spirit is still alive. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of your favorite podcast, Cigar Store Idiots. I am Rob, and finally, we get the band back together. You it's are, been a minute. It has. Well, the good news is we wait until the hottest part. <laughs> we do. We we take a week off, and then we're like, hey, when the heat index is 110, let's let's go to a, a garage. Yeah. Yeah. And let's record. We uh, Sitting in leather chairs. It's, it's awesome. A little I mean, sticky. <laughs> hey, man, don't be messing with the pleather. I'm probably going to be losing two layers of skin on the back of my legs when I get up when this thing's over with. So There's enough gold bond we can make a biscuit. It's a... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, mini biscuit. It's the hottest it's, the hottest it's ever been in the history of the world. World's on fire. Actually, it is. It is. Um, gentlemen, it's... Uh, it has been a pretty wild couple of weeks, like to say the least, since we've all, we've got together. You had your pick of stories. You yeah, you had a pick of what you wanted to try there to was, dive into. There was not much uh, lacking in uh, subject matter and topics. So, um, but yeah, this uh, this literally, you know, I mean, hell, the world is on fire, and that's a that's the topic we're going to cover tonight. Is uh, these wildfires in Hawaii and the things that's going on there and. Yes, it is safe uh, to go ahead to your cupboard and get your tinfoil because you might need a hat for this one at the end of it. So. If you, if or you, even in the middle of it, I don't know. If you kept yours from the last time we had the tinfoil hat episode, crank that bad boy out. If not, we'll give you a second to go make you a new one. Exactly, exactly. But before we do that, <clears throat> let's do this. On today's What the Florida... It's really not that great, <laughs> but it leads into some pretty fair questions. 
Florida man tries a unique way a unique way to impress his first date. Um, the Florida man, uh, he, <laughs> this guy's an idiot. Uh, he went to a, usually most people go to a movie and a restaurant on their first date. Some might even try something more adventurous to make an impression. Uh, and this guy definitely did. Uh, Taylor William Beverly, uh, was chased by Clearwater police after running a red light on his motorcycle. And not only did he do that. He had his the girl that he was taking on her first date on the back of his motorcycle, and he decided to uh, run from the police. And they're clocking him at speeds over 100 miles an hour as he ran multiple red lights. Eventually, the Clearwater police caught up with Beverly and arrested him. Uh, the Florida man told police he was just trying to show off for his new girlfriend. Uh, Beverly's passenger was hysteric. Uh, she was screaming to the top of her lungs for him to stop so she could get off, but of course he did not. But she swaps left next time. She also <laughs> told the Clearwater police that they were definitely on their first and last date. Was this kind of like that joke that you heard about the guy that took the girl out on the boat and pretended that the boat engine died? Like, was he going fast, going, look, you know, I'll slow down, but she got to put out. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> put out Just, her swim. I mean, is that the conversation? <laughs> 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 There's an old joke about that. So, um, that, that Maybe kind of, I'm showing my age on that one. That, Rob, thanks that, for pointing that out. Well, you're not older than me, so... Uh, I want to take a while with a macho man. Um, so, I guess it's fair we can do this. Like, what What was the... Can you talk about your the oddest first date you'd ever went on? I guess I could, but it's going to take me a second to... Th- well, no, I take that back. All right, so... It was a buddy of mine from high school. We were just friends in high school, and he had a younger sister that was two years younger. And so she had asked or, like, said something about, and I wasn't dating anybody at the time. And what I'm changed like, sure. the name Protect the Innocent here? I said, sure. Well. You know, well, he's a preacher now, so I don't know where she's at. Wow. Um, I was like, sure. Look, you know, we'll go get something to eat. We'll go to a movie or whatever. Yeah. And so we did, and then, like, uh, went back to her house and like walked her to the door and it was like that. It was just so odd because I was like, I don't. This probably is just not going to work out. Yeah, you know. Yeah, I know your brother, and if I break your heart, he may beat my ass. He may try to kill me. So. <laughs> what about you, cousin Johnny? Anything you can bring to the table? I, you know, the only thing I can think of is that awkward moment where you show up for a double date, and they, <laughs> me and a friend of mine named Scott, uh, God rest his soul. Yeah, we uh, we show up to pick these uh, these two ladies up, and mm-hmm. uh, they go and get in their own car because they found something better to do. <laughs> wow. Like, I'm just not even going to sugarcoat it. We show up, and we're, you know, we're looking forward to it, and we've made plans, and we walk up on the porch, and it's one of those awkward moments of, oh, shit, y'all thought we were serious. <laughs> yeah? Yeah. You don't I want, mean, y'all don't want Applebee's? We're not, we're not, that's all we have. That's, only that's, we that's, where, I, that's where I went. That's where my story's going. That's, that's where it's always at. Yeah. So, needless to say, uh, me, me and Scott decided to go to Applebee's by ourselves. Ah. You know, so, yeah, it was... Uh, just awkward as hell. Yeah. 
Because you stress about it the whole day do. trying to get there, and then you walk up, and they're like, oh, shit, we're nah, just kidding. Mm-hmm. We got better plans. It's terrible. Is that not awful? It's pretty terrible. That's, it's it's that's not awesome. Yeah. That really helps a uh, helps that really helps a teenager's confidence. confidence yeah. You know, <laughs> oh. it's like uh, this duckhead shirt was hitting hard. You know, at school. What's Dude, going I, on? I press that collar in my shorts. I had them rolled up. Yeah, man. it's the pleats. I swear, it's the pleats. <laughs> that polo was rocking. It was the polo aftershave. Actually, I think it was the, the green one. Yeah. <laughs> oh, there it is. The green one that smells like uh, like somebody put out a forest fire with a dead animal. Yeah. <laughs> it was either that or Dracanor. Oh, yeah. Or CK1. Oh, I used to work with this chick at the gym that wore CK1, and she wore that instead of taking showers. And uh, she smelled like stank and CK1. Anytime I smell CK1, I just like, you know, just a little bit. Was just hang, a little bit hang on. I'm, I'm going to have to... I'm going to have to pass you a note. Is, now this, you, you, is this the one that I'm thinking of? No, 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 no. That's Begunions. <laughs> the Begunions. Yeah, because it's easier to say Begunions than it is Bag of Onions. That's what her <laughs> name was. Um. So my... <laughs> how do you stink up the whole warehouse, man? The All right, so if we're going if we're going, if we're going to do this, so... He may he may have a stroke after this one. God dang it. So you remember how we used to cruise the loop yeah. in East Rome? Okay, yeah. Okay. So when you hit the Taco Bell and take it back the other way. So we went, we're coming through Gold's Gym parking lot, about to go back, make the loop again, and we get flagged down, and so we get out of the car. Well, it's cold. Yeah. I mean, it's fucking wintertime. So everybody's got their windows rolled down and they got the heat on blast. I cannot explain to you the stench that come out of that car. I mean, and it hit you a good six feet from the car. I was like, God almighty. Was these ladies? Yes. Yes. Even better. Star Kissed ain't got nothing on that car. So to this day, like I worked with a guy. That's all he ate for lunch. He probably still, that's all he eats for lunch 25 (laughs) years later. That with honey mustard or mustard and salt and pepper. Every time he would crack that can open, I'd go. Do you think about that? He's like, you don't like tuna. I was like, nope. I, I can't. No, I'll tell you later. <laughs> so during oh our, my. we coached wrestling together. And so one day he was like, "What's the deal, man?" With the and so I told him he was like, "Should never told me." No, <laughs> I don't think he's had it since. <laughs> he may have given uh, it up. I think I told this the first gym job I ever had was at the Rome Health Spa, and I was the only guy that worked there. I was new. I was like right out of college, like high school, not college, high school. And uh, they were like, that. the thing there, they made you take the new members through three workouts so you could get them familiar with the machines. And so the girl that worked there, she was like, hey, um, I got a client coming in. It's her last workout. The last workout, you do three sets of everything. You know, first, first time in, one set. Second time in, two sets. It's so stupid. But anyways. So I was like, yeah, I'll take her through a workout. And uh, she was a big girl. She's she's a good-sized girl. And I'm sitting there, like, talking to her while she's on the bike warming up. She's having a conversation with her. Got the clipboard, got the, you know, her chart on there. And then it just all of a sudden, like, kind of starts creeping up on me. And I'm like, what is that? <laughs> what is that? And so, like, I'm fanning my face with the clipboard, and <laughs> I turn outfits. around and look, and all the women that work there are, are laughing their ass off oh. at me. They knew. 
So I take her through work, and it got worse as we went on. It got worse. Like, I kept, like, taking water breaks. I was like, I'll be right back, you know. Smelling salts. Dude, I, when they left, I at the time, I was, I was like, ignorant to those things. I didn't know what it was. But uh, as I got older, I uh, learned that that condition's called vaginosis. <laughs> And, uh, and buddy, she had, she, if you had it, you couldn't have had it better than she had it. So, um, yeah, that was rough, man. That was, they, they broke me in, uh, to the gym business that way. And, and things never got any better after that. So, but my first, my first odd, uh, date that I had, um, there was a girl that worked in the mall. She worked at one of the clothing stores down on the other end from the food court. She's, she was like, I thought she was really attractive. thought she was pretty, whatever. And so we're going to go on a date. We're going to Applebee's, whatever. So we go pick her up at her house. And we're like, she's a social butterfly. Like, you know, because when we went to Applebee's, everybody was there. Like me, Reese Bobby, and Ricky Bobby, and the whole family, rats and your cob salad. Everybody was there. That's the only place there was to go. So we're at the bar, and my friend that I went to high school with, whose family's in law enforcement, they've been in law enforcement their whole life, he walks up to me, and he goes, hey, man, he goes, where do you know this girl from? And she was like, she was from Alabama. And uh, so nobody knew her. Like, nobody knew who she was. And I was like, you know, she works at the mall, and I asked her out, and here we are. I thought he was going to be like, yeah, man, she's good looking, good job. He goes, you know what she just asked me? And I said, what? He said, she just asked me if I had any cocaine. (laughs) And I said, What? And uh, he was like, yeah, like real nonchalant, like it wasn't no big deal. And I was like, no, you're kidding. And he's like, no, I swear to God. And then two minutes later, my black friend Kevin comes up to me and goes, how you know this girl? <laughs> and I said, did she ask you to buy some cocaine? He said, yes, she did. <laughs> so I went up to her and I was like, hey, uh, you've talked to two people that's in law enforcement asking them if you could buy cocaine. You probably should find your own ride home. <laughs> and I left her ass there. Like, I left her there. And then, like, she was like, I can't believe you never called me back. I can't believe, you know, like, giving me a hard time. I was like, I can't believe you ask all these random people at the bar at Apple. Who just happened to be in law enforcement. You can buy cocaine from them. So, <laughs> so yeah, that was, uh, yeah, that was my... Probably one of my, probably not the only one, but probably one of the most odd first dates I ever had. So, yeah, I survived it. Um, tonight's topic, we were talking about, you know, we always post what these these strange and odd things that are going on in the world, and that we named the episode World's on Fire. Well, this episode is for real about the world's on fire. And we want to kind of cover what's going on in Hawaii and the things that's transpired since uh, those terrible wildfires had hit. Um, we got all these conspiracy theory things going on uh and and what do we what do we know about conspiracy theories so far they're batting a thousand <laughs> since covid yeah for sure and then before this happened i had listened to a podcast sean ryan's podcast when they were doing the whistleblowers uh the three-part series uh episode 66 about aliens and dues which are called direct energy weapons things like that and this was like weeks Maybe a month before this whole deal in Hawaii started. So, um, so I'm, I want to just just kind of say this: as of right now, uh, there's thirty six thousand two hundred seventy five wildfires burning, and probably over one point seven nine million acres have burned. Believe it or not, that's actually lower than the ten year average. The ten year average was thirty eight thousand four hundred and ninety four. And then the acreage burned was like 4.5, 4.65 million acres was burned. Um, 
still really high, still really high. Uh, but it's below the average. So whatever you're hearing on the news, they're like, oh, it's the hottest it's ever been. It's global warming. Your hurricane season's on track. It's not above or below. CO2 has never been lower. There, That, you know, you get your wildfires. Uh, so, yeah, the it's, only thing it's that, hot. The only thing that's above average, and I had sent Rob a uh, – a video earlier today and a guy had he's on his fourth account because it keeps getting banned uh but he had don't said, tell the truth um you gotta lie you can go to noaa there's another oceanographic or climate body out there he gave that website all of these are government-run websites he he uh, mentioned the cdc he mentioned nasa and you have to look for these reports. But when you find these reports, all of this data is there. The data that is correct. The only thing that is above average is the amount of water vapor in the air, which is causing more humidity level temperatures. Right. So we all grew up when it was, you know, it would get to 95, 96, 97 degrees. Like it is today. Yeah. I mean, it's... It's, it's still August. Yep. Um, but the way that they're talking is the heat indices when we were kids, the you would have a heat index of like maybe 103 would be your highest. Now, mm-hmm. it's not unheard of where we're at. Now, I know other parts of the country, those are... They're like, hell, we'll put a sweater on for 103. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but where we're at, heat index, a heat index of 107 or higher is just unheard of. Yeah. And they're blaming that on the water vapor. There's nobody can tell you where the water vapor's coming from or how it's, getting, how it's risen. That is the biggest climate mystery right now is where is all this water vapor coming from? But what people need to keep in mind is how many news stories have you heard during this heat wave of this summer of heat-related deaths? None. 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 I hadn't heard of any. Yeah. I'll even, I'll even give you something else to think about and play with. When we were younger, we were outside all the time. Oh, like we were always time. outside. Man, you had to make us come in the house. Like, we were outside <laughs> playing baseball or, like, building forts or what. I mean, we just were always outside. Even even the— Drinking out of the water. Yeah, homes. even the girls that, that we, you know, that was in our neighborhood. Everybody's outside riding bikes and doing things. We, had, we are in a softer generation now where people do not go outside. And those people— are not acclimated. Those people are not adjusted. Those people have never really truly experienced that kind of heat being outside because they didn't have to. They just stayed in the house and paid a $400 a month power bill like I just got. The thing (laughs) I go back to is... Set up a GoFundMe account. I coached football two separate times with about four or five years in between. And it's awful. But there's a moment, and we coach softball together, and then... Collectively, we probably have 20 years between us in softball. Yeah. There's a moment every practice where you're like, good God. It's miserable. And then you just you get used to it. Yeah. And I don't think there's enough people, grown-ups, kids, whatever, that get past that initial embrace the suck of the day. Right, right. You know, and when we coached together, we were up on a hill, and so we knew when the wind stopped blowing, we always had a breeze of some sort. Now, it may have felt like you were standing in front of an oven. <laughs> right. But when the wind stopped blowing, practice was over. Yeah. We're done. Yeah, we're out of here. Yeah. So I think that's the, the biggest difference that I've seen. Um, 
I'll tell you something that's cool. The kids that I coach baseball with for years, like playing um, playing in the summer, you know, we play tournament ball, travel ball. A lot of those kids have outside jobs now. Yeah. You think those kids that didn't play in some sort of sport at some point, those kids ain't working no damn outside job. So mine played football for two years and uh, hated, like, the heat of it. But now he's going to be in a pr- profession where – He's either going to freeze his ass off or, or gonna he's going to sweat his ass off. Yeah. But, but, you know, you talk about that. And I, I feel like we had mentioned this before. They talk about how the invention of the air conditioning basically destroyed small communities and neighborhoods because used to, you didn't have air conditioning in your house. So at the end of the day, when the sun started to go down, everybody sat on the front porch. Yeah. Talked to your neighbors. Everybody kind of got in touch there. Well, now, hell, nobody wants to go outside. It's too hot. I never thought about that. And so that was kind of the a debate that people have talked about there. And then just to kind of follow that up, were you talking about kids being soft? A couple of years ago, I had the, I mean, I, I'll say honor, uh, had gone to uh, Paris Island, and there was a uh, a friend of ours that was there, and she was dating this guy, and he was a drill sergeant. And so it just happened to be the weekend that we were there. Um, it was a cycle weekend. Nobody was on base. Just the there was maybe one or two platoons of females that were still on there. So he was like, hey, look, I got tomorrow off, you know, She's got to work all day. Y'all load up. I'll go in. And he gave us like the insider's tour of Paris Island. Mm-hmm. It's the coolest thing I've ever done. Also about got my ass whipped because when we went up the hill, when you pull up and they've got the little yellow footsteps, that's, that means something to those guys. And so when you walk up to the main hall where you check in, there's these two huge metal doors. They call them hatches. So I just walk up thinking it's a door. And I just he had never said anything off color to me at all. And the minute I put my hand out the door, he goes, hey, get the fuck away from my door. You ain't earned the right. Get your ass over here where the visitors go. Yeah. And I was like, damn. I mean, like, <laughs> yeah, I didn't straight. Know. Yeah. But he told me that when those kids come in off the bus wide-eyed and they're wearing them out, it's almost a, the kids get a break now mm-hmm. because they have not been in the heat. They haven't done anything physically. Usually it takes kids from the time that they get their ass just chewed there and <laughs> filling out paperwork, it may be another week or two before they're medically cleared to be able to participate. Unbelievable. Because they've, they've got tendonitis or they've got this going on with their feet. Or vaginitis. Got, yeah. Well, I mean, I think that's exactly what it is. I think we just <laughs> you, discussed you know that you earlier. Know, you know if they have vaginosis. That's for sure. So. <laughs> but it was, I mean, he built off of that because he said, here we are trying to build the elite fighters and i got to wait on this kid to be cleared. Yeah. Yeah. And he said, it shouldn't be that way. Things are, things are not. Whatever happened to, are you hurt or are you injured? injured. Yeah. What's I, the difference, Coach? I would never. I think, woke up every morning hurting. <laughs> they had a. They had a. They these the hurt, guys that was play. on that uh, that nineteen ninety Pepperell High School State Championship team. They talk about Coach Honeycutt. And uh, I love Coach Honeycutt to death. And uh, I didn't ever play football, but I always I I had him for classes and things like that. And I respect him. And they had a kid that had blew his knee out, like gone, like gone, nothing left, tore it all. And he looked at the trainer and he goes. Well, what's the deal? Can he go or can he not? And they said, his knee's gone, Lynn. It's gone. <laughs> but he was like. So what are you trying to yeah, say? Yes or no? Don't waste time over there on the, <laughs> you know, can you go or what? What's the deal? So, but yeah. Yeah. You kids nowadays, man. I, I, that's a whole other damn show we could talk about. Um, let's go ahead. Everybody remembers the British Columbia fires in Canada. And there's there was satellite imagery of that, and it was odd because everything burned in a li- in a perfect line. Everything was burning in a perfect line. What did they blame that on? Lightning strikes? They tried. Well, at first it was, I think the first thing was lightning strikes, and then they tried to change it to 
campfires or something out of something cigarette on the side of a road or something yeah Yeah. and then they actually had a video of a man riding a bicycle with a can of gas do you know how big a can of gas you would have to have to start a fire that damn big one way bigger than it took to ride a bicycle through there on a trail so they had some imagery of that that was all odd because i mean down here in georgia like we we had Smoke. Yeah, we had orange skies down yeah. here, which that's insane. That's insane. Um, yeah, the you know they had another fire. Uh, Chile, Chile is a big fire in Chile. It's yeah. a big fire in Greece. Athens, Greece is a huge well. Just fire. recently, after Lahaina, there was Italy. And, yeah, you know there was a huge fire in Italy. Yeah. So we're. It, I don't. It, I don't know the specifics on this Hawaiian fire. All I know is I remember when it happened. There was videos immediately on TikTok of of it just being burned to the ground, desecrated, just gone like a war zone in this one specific area. Like it was, man, it's like it's it's right there in this one area. Nothing. It's else. like the California fires. It was like a wildfire, but it was a controlled wildfire, right? Kinda. It and the same thing with California about five years ago. I think it was twenty eighteen that one where it melted the cars. Yeah. Do you know how hot a fire has to be to melt aluminum? What's crazy is I coached with a guy that was in California, and he talked about how being in, in the South, you know, you worry about that random snowstorm coming through. And he goes, we had fire days, dude. Yeah. He said, we had to cancel school. We had to stay inside. You were under warnings to make sure the windows weren't up. Yeah, the air quality's yeah. – you can't breathe it. And he yeah. said there was no way they'd let us transport kids. So my thing is this whole Hawaiian fire, this is what I'm looking at. So apparently there was a, a hurricane. It's a comedy of errors if you start listing the facts. <laughs> yeah, so, th- so we've got a hurricane. It's coming, Dora. But, but isn't that what they don't want us to list? The facts. Oh no, they want. Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> Y'all better listen to this podcast yeah. quick. Maybe <laughs> taken down. Yeah. Um. So so we've got a hurricane. We've got hurricane winds. Okay. And we've got this out of control fire, which looks like it's kind of in control fire. It's burning what it's supposed to. And you got people in the ocean. Kids. Kids. With people, hold, people holding up with stuff over their nose. How many people do you know get in the ocean when there's a hurricane? That's, that was my biggest thing. I was like, wait a minute. Just two days ago, they were saying that they were going to have to cancel school, batten down the hatches because a hurricane was coming. But now the only safe place because to get away from the fires is to get into the ocean? Makes no sense. No sense. None whatsoever. And then you start looking at, and this is where you need to start strapping that old full hat you on. You better get tight. it on tight around it across your chin because it's about We're going to start with... The schools let out. Why? Because what of the, was, the, the, the reasoning that? I had heard. Originally, the, the original reason was the hurricane winds were going to be so bad, they didn't want to transport kids in that. So okay. they wanted everybody home, but they didn't, send, they didn't close businesses. So these kids went home without parental supervision. Did you see any videos of actual rainfall, hurricane no, no, rainfall? No. It was just all hurricane winds. Before we go any further, I just want to mention this. Okay, this this is like this is huge to me. Okay, we started listening. To Sean Ryan podcast is huge right now. He had a three part series, episode sixty six, third part. Had a gentleman named Eric Heckler, who was working at the South Pole as a firefighter and a plumber. Yeah, and he was having to go in. If I remember correctly, he was having to go in. 
things were not air quotes operational. He was having to perform maintenance checks before they air quote turned it on. Right. This guy had full access, and this, he's a whistleblower. This guy's a whistleblower. He went before Congress and testified all this. So what he began to talk about, and we're and again, we're talking a month before this whole deal in Hawaii breaks out. He's talking about how they have equipment that can cause an earthquake. Yeah, the first time they fired it up, he found out. Was it India? That New, they Zealand. New Zealand. Christchurch. That was it. So he's sitting on record in Congress telling them there are, they call them dues, which is direct energy weapons. These weapons can cause earthquakes. They can cause tsunamis. They can cause like flooding rains. And they can also cause fires. Okay. This is a month before any of this shit happened in Hawaii. And so now we're, we're in the thick of it. This whole this whole disasters happen. This tragedies happen. Hawaii's like um, this area in Hawaii is burned. It looks like you dropped a nuclear bomb on it's Hiroshima. Exactly. It looks like Hiroshima. It looks exactly like Hiroshima. Except there's random palm trees and blue umbrellas yes. everywhere. So yes. who did, who did he say is in control of these views? Ah, uh, your friendly neighborhood American government. Where he's at. That, that's he's what at. I'm asking. Yeah. Like where he's at. That's who holds the power to it. Correct. Controls the switch. Correct. Okay. So he's talking about all these things. We have this fire. All these videos start coming in from TikTok. And, and man, TikTok's got some garbage on there. But uh, it's about the only news outlet you get these days, but right? you are getting some, some private information that you are not going to ever get on any other social media platform. I remember seeing the plane fly over uh, and... You see the, and it's at night. You see the fires burning right there on the coast, just burning it to the ground. And then you go over a little further, and it's a perfect circle burning on the island. And it's burning outward instead of inward. Inward. What do you know about a fire? So when a fire burns, the flames go up. Okay. The flames go up. These flames didn't go towards the mountain. Anywhere on the island, everything burned down to the coast. Everything's burning down towards the coast. It's not burning up like a firewood, a normal firewood. It don't make a shit if there's hurricane force winds or what. The fire's not burning like the fire should burn. No, and the other thing is, in that airplane, it's at night. In those dark areas, the circle, there's an ellipse or something. That is virgin green landscape that is not catching fire. That is the biggest, what the fuck Why moment. not? Why not? Why is it not burning? Because if it's a fire, it is looking for fuel. Yes. And that is that area is full of fuel, but it is running down towards the coast. Mm-hmm. Wow. So it makes zero sense. Zero sense. It gets even crazier from here. Oh, yeah. It gets a lot crazier. <laughs> so these children get sent home. Okay. And the other thing to, to be known, too, if you didn't know this already, Hawaii has the most sophisticated, high-tech, top-of-the-food-chain warning system. There's not a better one in the world. No, because they've got to do everything. Tsunamis, earthquakes, earthquakes, um, hurricanes, yes, and uh, volcanoes. Guess what wasn't working that day? The air sirens. The air sirens or the warning system did not work at all. Did not work at all. And mysteriously... As the fires begin, 
There's no water. No one has water. The no one has water off. at their house. No one has water at the hydrants. Here's something else. When there's a large fire, you can look this stuff up. We're not making it up. When there's a fire that big, significant, in an area where there's, there's people living, they cut the power grid off immediately. They, cut, they kill the power, you know, because that, that ramps up other things to burn, you know, something like that. They didn't cut the fire off. They, they, I mean, they didn't cut the power off. The power grid was still on. Because that was one of the stories that they talked about. Wasn't there live wires or something? There was a video shot of the live wires just mm-hmm. yep. arcing and everything else yep. on top of the fact that you didn't have the alarms going off or You're anything. watching these these telephone poles, like, bending, like, bending. And the guy's video, and he's like, and, of course, it's on TikTok. And the guy's like, it's, he's like, this pole is about to come out of the ground. It's about to blow this plug. There's no rain. But it's hurricane-force winds. It's his hur- Hurricane Dora. No rain. And it's sun. The sun's out. The other thing that I didn't understand. And then they have video. There's certain videos, and I don't even know. They may have pulled all of these. Right after, it was either, it had to be the next morning. There are pools of what looks like lava next to these power poles that is still molten. Mm -hmm. And they are just random pools of this stuff. Like you would think on Hawaii, well, that's. Something happened, and there's like an underground volcano that's bubbling up. No, no, it's not. It's not. It's unexplained. It's like it's just an unexplained phenomenon. It's like none of it makes sense. Not one aspect of any of it makes sense. You were talking about the kids getting released from school. A lot of kids missing. Ninety-eight. Well, that and this is the low side. Ninety-eight. And you're never going to get the right number. It's always they're going to always. Yeah, they're saying it could reach as high. The locals are saying it's as high as thirteen hundred people missing. Yeah, so I think that's that what we're staying. What they're staying confirmed is what is it? One hundred and fifteen people dead, and then eleven hundred to thirteen hundred people missing still, still missing. Not to mention the animals, man. There's terrible stories of the animals, like dogs' paws burned off down to the bone. Wow, like it's just it is it's terrible. So we'll go back. We'll get on that thing too. What's the first thing that happens? The Red Cross gets sent out. Okay, Red Cross is sent out. They set up, you know, where you can donate money to help these people. Um, Water, you know, canned food, right? Diapers, wipes, things like that. Formula. And it, it's so hard to. And, and I hate to be this way. It's so hard to support an organization like that because the majority of that. I mean, about maybe. Less than fifty percent of the money that you donate is going to the causes you're donating for. I, I mean, would love to know how they're many, paying salaries. I would love to know how many people work at the Red Cross that have a six figure. Oh, you, know what, you know what I mean? Salary. Like yeah, yeah. So, anyway, the story's coming out of there. The people of Hawaii coming out saying that the Red Cross is hoarding all of the supplies that you have to put your name on a list to receive supplies. And I saw another thing too. Uh, and in whatever you've seen, just jump in because this, there's so much shit out there. One thing I did see was a group of guys, a group of surfers, a group of guys that live on the island. They were they were in the boats, like going and then around they had the checkpoints. Yes, they were basically having these guys on jet skis that quote tow the surfers out for the big waves. Well, these boats were out there towing these jet skis, and what they were doing is basically they were loading down a jet ski with as much as they could not lose, and they were running them jet skis to the the coast and offload. Yeah. And then get, coming getting back, away coming from back. the checkpoint. Yeah. And the thing is, there's road, there was roadblocks set up. Parents couldn't get to their children. Yeah. See, that's ridiculous. Yeah. Let me tell you another mm-hmm. thing that was probably more than the most heinous things I heard going out of there. 
people were cooking food on these other islands, bringing in food, like bringing in all this food that was cooked. They and spent would not the let them they go. They wouldn't let it go because the damn shit wasn't cooked on a commercial kitchen. Cooked in a commercial. What kind of sense does that make? These people have lost every single thing they have. They've lost. They've got missing loved ones, missing animals, dead relatives. Uh, they have nothing. And they can't even feed them because, quote, unquote, it wasn't cooked in a commercial kitchen. It's not safe. What's safe over there at this You point? turn the water off, they don't have anything to drink. There's no, I mean, and you're in Hawaii. It's hot as hell. Yeah. None of it makes sense. No. And then afterwards, you see the, the flyover. The, the cars are melted. There is nothing left. I mean, it is scorched Obliterated. earth. Scorched earth. But... Random palm trees are green. And then you start looking at different flyovers and every resort, hotel, whatever, all of the blue umbrellas are still there. Mm-hmm. Blue blue roofs on houses. Got blue vehicles right beside a car, two or three cars. That are melted, melted into, into, the, into Yeah. Yeah. You got a, a blue one sitting next to it. Yes. Yeah. Yes, sir. Yeah. So, um... There was another thing before before we talk about that. The police chief oh, in this, this yeah. area. Strap it on. Strap it Here on. Here it comes. Boys. The police chief in this area. Just happened to be none other than the same police chief. John Pelletier, who was the same police chief in Las Vegas during the Harvest 90, was it 90? Whatever. Festival. Where the gunman opened the fire. gunman, one guy kills all these people in Vegas at this country music And then festival. he just happens to get a job in Hawaii, and it's the worst natural disaster in Hawaii history. And they li- literally live on fucking volcanoes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But it, this is the worst one. Um, another thing. Uh, okay. Do we want to go with the beam, or do we want to go smart city first? We'll go beam first, and then the... Because the culminating would be smart city. Gotcha. Okay. And remember, what we all know about conspiracy theories, we're just we're just reading it. Um, you you take it for whatever you want to. At, at Do your own research. Do, yeah, is what yeah, we yeah, always yeah, say. Yeah. yeah. But don't try to look it up on your on, on Google because you ain't gonna find shit. Mm-hmm. Like I've like been stonewalled for the past three days. So apparently, we go back to the Sean Ryan episode where Heckler was talking about this machine could cause fire. And the fire was, it was off of, off of a blue beam of light, which burned hottest. That's the hottest color that, of, of beam that burns is the blue beam. Okay. So we're talking about scorched earth. We're talking about cars melted. We're talking about like houses and buildings obliterated, like, Looks like Hiroshima after we dropped a bomb. There's blue cars that's not burned. There's houses with blue paint on the roof that's not burned. There's blue umbrellas in front of a restaurant that's melted to the ground that are not burned, which I still find that odd that those umbrellas didn't burn. As hot as it was, how did they not melt? That's some, we're dealing with some stuff that we have no idea what... what was it a week? Was it a week before or... Maybe less than a week before, there was reports of the green laser. Yes, that people were. I mean, uh, here's here's what I said to somebody the other day. If one person said I saw a blue beam come down, and then there was a fire, well, you can chalk that up to this guy's high as a kite, high as a kite, or he stays drunk or whatever. If it's two or three people, 
they're like, well, they know somebody that knows this guy, and they're just, you know, bouncing this wild story off. He could be, he could have been with that date that you <laughs> could have been. Maybe that maybe that's who he was with. She's probably over there now, <laughs> hooked on methamphetamines <laughs> and poi. Um, she, but you have multiple accounts, and you've got video evidence. People having like, I don't know if it's like. Security cameras, this ta- this this capture ring this, doorbells. That's yeah. the one thing that no one has has thought about. These it, ring doorbell cameras have caught a lot of shit that yes. these owners are just now going back and watching. Yep. So that you can see that flash, that just straight beam flash, greenish blue, blue whatever. And that's when and that's when you start seeing these fires like breaking out. The reason you see the blue vehicles and the blue umbrellas and the blue houses, anything blue that didn't burn, uh, there's another video where they take that same blue beam. It's they've somebody's recreated this beam. It's a it's a basically it's a high powered laser, mm-hmm. and the um, the guy the video that I sent you and I put it in our group text says you know it's very sarcastic. He was you know about conspiracy theories. They're all a bunch of horse shit. Yeah. And so he goes, but why? And then he shows all the blue things that are still standing and everything's melted around it. Then he goes to a science experiment where they take one of these high-powered lasers, and it is, it's like a laser engraver is mm-hmm. what it looks like. Mm-hmm. And it is running across different colored fabric. Like and a is, rainbow. Yeah, it is just absolutely eating that shit up, turning it into just charred cotton. Yep, like and immediately it, on contact. Yeah, on contact. <laughs> it hits the blue strip of fabric. No smolder, no nothing. It's just light, and then it jumps to the next color, smolders. I mean, just burns this shit out of it. So what they're saying... And then he comes back and hits the blue again, nothing. nothing. It's almost like a safe... Yeah, well, what they're saying is it's refracting. The light's refracting uh, off. It's about... It's why you see wine apples red. It is absorbing all the colors except for the one you see. Wow. So if it's a direct blue energy... It is going to that anything is going to absorb it unless it is blue and then it will refract it. Right. Off. Right. So this is what we're looking at. I mean, we've got this guy on Sean Ryan talking about this machine that can cause this this to happen month before. Now this has happened, and now you're getting reports of people seeing this blue beam. And then you've got things that are blue in that area that did not burn. My question with the blue is, and I've not researched it, um, if it's a blue metal, is it a mirror? Very well could be. Everything around it gets torched. Is it bouncing off the blue to start pinpoint fires and then that spreads out? And that's why you see that circle. That's what I was about to say. That sounds like what you're describing. Do you know how terrifying all of this is? Yeah. Like it is, it is terrifying to think about machines that can manipulate the weather and cause mass destruction, pinpointed mass destruction. It's, Precise. It's more dangerous than a nuclear bomb. Oh, uh, yeah. Oh, well, yeah. I mean, it's like... Absolutely. Could because you, you can... A nuclear bomb, you're wiping out. Everything's fucked. Yeah. This, you can... It is a precise destruction. How long do you think it'll be before they can get these in, like, handheld units? Oh, like, they're like probably already it's probably already, it's probably already a prototype somewhere. Yeah. Come on now. Is this alien technology that we're receiving? Mm, we're going to go that is. far with it. I don't know if it is. The handheld unit might be. They may have. You get into reverse engineering, and Jesus, we're down a rabbit hole. But you have people way smarter than anybody you've ever known 
Uh, and it's all compartmentalized because you could have worked on it. And that's why I, I get in an argument a lot of times with people about Area 51 and stuff. And there's a guy that worked there. There was an actual Discovery Channel video about Area 51. And they interviewed former employees. And they talked about they knew when the Russian satellites were coming over. So they would go out there and they would have a card, or not cardboard, but they would have a wooden model of a plane. And they would tilt it so it caught the sun. So when the the satellite flew over, it looked like they had moved all these planes on the runways. Well, there was nothing out there but sheets of plywood. Wow. But he would tell you, and all of them would tell you, I don't know. I flew on a Janet flight out of Vegas, or I, I rode on the bus because I can't stand to fly. We were not allowed to talk. I walked in, scanned my badge, went to my job. If there was something going on outside that we were not supposed to be privy to, we all went to the cafeteria. The dark out shades were, and we had a long lunch. Mm-hmm. It's all compartmentalized to where you don't know what you're working on. You don't know what the guy in the next room's doing. And that's the, that's the beauty and the curse of the military industrial complex. It is so compartmentalized. And people always say, well, there's no way they could have killed so-and-so. You can't keep that many secrets. And I'm like, yeah, you can. If you are you the get guy. get rid of the people that knows. I mean, you can. I mean, y'all know my favorite story yeah. or my favorite line. I still got the shovel. I mean, it's, uh, it's the truth. Yeah. I, I, I don't know. Going back to your original thing, the way that guy on Sean Ryan described it, these are massive units like the size of a house that he yeah. said were drilled some crazy amount down into the ice in Antarctica. Mm-hmm. And then that kind of destroys your uh, flat earth theory because you're on a 15 degree tilt. So all you got to have is a 15 degree tilt and something to bounce it off of. What are these videos that are popping up now that you see these things in the ocean? Like they look like some, something that I put together when I was a kid playing with Legos. It, it looks completely stupid. It makes there's no rhyme or reason to it. It's just a bunch of stuff stuck together, um, but that's supposedly that's that's the do. That's the, yeah. That's a direct energy weapon it's, in the middle of the ocean. It, it's almost like a buoy system. There's another there's another video from a long time ago where this machine generated a cloud, poofed it up into the air, and it started raining. The guy's going crazy. He's like, "It's raining! I can't believe it's raining! It's raining!" And the thing is, like, people always are like, no, you're, you know, that Fox News bullshit. No, there is a snippet out there of they had a meteorologist on, I can't even say, I believe I'm saying this, The View. And they're trying to tell her, we're not manipulating the weather. And she's like, look, honey, I got a degree in meteorology. We've been cloud seeding since the 60s. Yeah. 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 So don't tell me we're not. Yeah. Wow. There's so much that's going on. You don't know who to believe. And, and the other thing, too, is, like, you don't know who to trust anymore. Like, man, this is, like, like I said, it's absolutely terrifying. And, and, I, and I don't go ahead. I'll say what you no, I, I'm just, I'm, I was trying to follow up what you were going to say. I wasn't trying to interrupt. No, no, no. I just, that, I think, I'm about to take I think, us in a, down well, another road. Well, I mean, this is one of those things. <laughs> this is why I enjoy this podcast. You guys do a phenomenal job on y'all's research. And a lot of times I try to find things that I can add to it. But at the end of the day, I kind of just like being a spectator, sitting back, listening to what it is that y'all say. I'm just going to be honest. And so the whole thought that I had is what you were saying, is that it's a scary time to be alive in the sense that you don't know where the truth lies 
no more are you in a position where you're like, oh man, that's bullshit. Yeah. No, it, any any theory is entertaining, I or, wish or it you was. can entertain it. You sit there, you don't know who to trust, you don't know what's going on in any theory that you can come up with. Literally, you can look at it and be like, oh shit, man, what's I can thing? really see that happening. Yeah, what's that goofy ass rule that if you can think of it, it's on Pornhub. Yeah, basically yeah. that's the world. Th- yes, yeah, the world now. Whatever you can think like, of. Like nothing it's, it's, shocks you, but yet the only thing that does shock you is you don't know what to believe or what to trust. Now, if you are new to the Sean Ryan podcast, I implore you to take a week of your life and spend it on the Chris Beck episode, and it's six hours long. Chris Beck is the Navy SEAL that transitioned from a male to a female, and then he's detransitioning now. Um, I follow him on Instagram. He has an account called Valor, the number four U.S. He has basically gotten off social media and he's only doing one live a month, I think. And he had a great point. And, and I, I catch myself doing this. He says it's such a poison. And his thing is, like, he's he's really devoted himself to reading the Bible that was printed before 1900. So he's like, but he's in upstate New York, so they have all these old libraries. It's not like down here. So he's found a lot of these old um, medicine books. We did one about mm-hmm. how medicine before... Rockefeller got in there, you know, you cured the problem. You didn't put a Band-Aid on it. And so he, his thing was, I'm getting off social media, and I love all of y'all to death, and I pray for you every day. He said, but I can't, I can't mentally stay in the echo chamber. I can't. He said, because I want to fix his biggest platform right now is, is what's happening to the youth of our country with the transgender thing. Right. He said, I can't stay in that echo chamber. And he said, and the problem is you're all in one. You're all going back to your algorithm. We're all, we're all on an algorithm. So whatever that we, and our father does this, watches Fox News, and that's all the doom and gloom, all the doom and gloom. you got to get out of that cycle. Yeah. And like he said. It'll bury you. Yeah, yeah. It'll, it'll wear you down. Like he said, when the sun goes down, go talk to somebody. Yeah. Go talk to your neighbor. You know, we, we fortunately have a neighbor who goes out and checks her garden the same time we do, and so we – we talk to her, you know, two or three times a week. And so, but we wouldn't normally, because we, when you said that, I mean, I catch myself going, it's too fucking hot. I ain't yeah. Going there. yeah. But, but you're saying what you did, and just to piggyback off, I mean, my girlfriend's daughter, I mean, she talks about her all the time. When she can get her off of social media for a week, it's a different kid. Yes. One hundred percent. It's that a red dye. And, and, well, yeah. that too. But, but I mean, I'm not. Put that Kool-Aid down. <laughs> How about that purple drink? Uh, no, I mean, I, that's my whole thing is, and I'm not sitting here saying that social media is poison in the minds of blah, 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 blah. I'm not trying to say that. What I'm saying though is, it's it's like Arlo said that it's just, just put it down, cut it off, step out, have a conversation with a human being face to face. Like the biggest thing that I, it's that shit just kind of gets a hold of you and it manipulates you. And whether you want to admit it or not, it's adding stress to you. It's causing, it it affects every your outlook it affects your relationships i mean it's so many ways that can get to you and so just put that shit down we're just all walking around conversation with the equivalent of a supercomputer in our pocket mm-hmm. okay and we information is at our fingertips there's no reason that you are ignorant to anything that we've talked about the other thing that i have just on a personal note working from home it's it's not like working in a brick and mortar school i don't get physically get in my car and drive away and then when I get home, oh shit, man, I wish I'd have, wish I'd have graded that, or I wish I'd have went ahead and finished that. It's just down the hallway. 
Mm-hmm. Right. I physically, for two years, checked my phone until I went to bed. Somebody said something. I, I, I got a free hour. Maybe I can go in there and get. No, I had to literally take on the iPhone and make that focus where I shut down all my apps except for my text message. At four o'clock, I'm done. Yeah. The world, that school system could burn to the ground, and I'm not going to know about it until that focus goes off at 7.45 in the morning. Maybe. I refuse to, because I was to the point where the stress of trying to keep up had affected my health. And I'm I was in the same boat. And my thing is, I just can't. I have a family. I have a, you know, and that's my thing. I'm, I refuse to sacrifice. I've sacrificed for so long coaching. Yeah. I'm not going to do it again. Mm-hmm. I refuse to do it again chasing a dollar. Yeah. I'm not making shit anyway, but I mean, literally not making shit. But um, I, I, Chris Beck is probably one of the smartest human beings I have ever, and now he's out there, dude. He is probably one of the smartest human beings I've ever heard speak, and he now will bounce around, squirrel, 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 squirrel. You, you know, and it's hard. That's probably why it was six hours with Sean Ryan. He had to wrangle him in a couple of times. But the man is so smart when it comes down to certain things. The echo chamber kind of echoed with me, and I'm like, damn, he's right. Mm-hmm. I mean, I get on this TikTok thing, like I was telling you, you get on an algorithm because you like, like I fucked up and li- liked one of the state Georgia State Patrol. Oh, those maneuvers. are good. There's a lot of those. And so I'm like. I heard I'm, there was a good one the other day. Oh, yeah. That oh, yeah. They went up on the hood. And yeah. Cuffed that guy. It was awesome. Yeah, yeah, it was. I also heard the best part was the billboard in the background. Oh, it was pretty good. I didn't good. see that. It was uh, the one of the injury lawyers. Yeah. Yeah. Hilarious. It was awesome. Yeah, it Can was great. It was good. Anyway, go ahead. Sorry. Yeah. But anyway. Squirrel. Yeah. So that's the thing. That's the algorithm. You like one video. Well, shit, every third or fourth one's another state patrol. Well, I'm an idiot. Let's see what this dumbass does today. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm, I, I get stuck in that rabbit hole, too, with, like, law enforcement stuff. Yeah. I watch that shit, like, before I know it, like, I've spent 30 minutes watching people get shot in a gas station. But you could have a podcast yourself, and I mean, and a, a whole episode to talk about how you had to find a way to cut that off. Because your job was starting to take over and My bleed help. into other aspects of your life, just because of the of what it is, and the reason I say that, and it's funny that we're doing this, and, and I may get my ass beat, but we'll just go ahead and say it now. My girlfriend literally just sent me a text, and she's saying that she can't maintain the peace that she is the pace. Sorry, not the peace, the pace that she's on right now because she can't find the off switch because it's working from home because it's working because from it's right home down because the it's right there mm-hmm. and so i just I, literally closed the door that's i mean one I've of those and that's thought. one of those things like you have to work it out in your mind and i think what you said is fantastic even people that work in a brick and mortar building need to do the same thing hell i've got emails pinging the whole time we've been sitting here about my work day i think you're right you've got to figure out a way if we're going to carry the supercomputer in our pocket and it provides an outlet that's a focus that i can set to maintain my health and my refocus on what i need to do why the fuck not use it? Yeah. And I, mean, it, I think that's huge. I think, and the other thing I go back to, and I tell my kids this all the time. Some of you really, and they really do think this. They think that I sit awake at night and think how I can screw them over. <laughs> I hate to explain this to most people. You're not that important. Okay. And it took me, there was a lot of shit going on medically, but it took me to get to that point again with my job. That thing is not. I'm, what's the old saying? Don't sweat over a company that'll have your ass replaced before they bury you. Yeah, that's where I work. Yeah. I mean, there's nothing that I'm going to do between the the off hours, between 4 p.m. and 7.45 the next morning, 
that is going to make a huge difference. And I'm not going to get an attaboy. I may get 30 minutes of dead time, but if I get 30 minutes of dead time during the work day, then my anxiety kicks in and like, oh shit, there's something I have forgotten. So I refuse to do that. I have mm-hmm. now I have my work day is full because I'm not trying to get ahead at night. Right. I don't I don't know. And we've hijacked this because <laughs> no, of that. No, no, no. But let's go back, let's circle back to the smart city. Let's go. Let's get let's take a look at that. Squirrel! Uh, break out your <laughs> your pocket supercomputer. People and like really look at this. I mean, this is this was is it, one, this is the one thing that I wanted to. This is the when I was looking and researching, getting ready for this. That was the predominant theory. I could not get away. from Was it six weeks before? or Was it earlier than that? That the initiative, the mayor, the governor, they had a, a, a convention. A convention. It was a convention. Yeah. How early? What was it? Months earlier? I want to say. I, let me see if I can find that. But I will say this. The reason the whole smart city thing took off is because now this has been fact checked and it didn't happen. But I'm telling you, I saw that video. It depends on who's fact checking it to tell you. Hawaii's governor did not. I'm going to read you what AP says. Uh, Hawaii's governor did not tell reporters he wants to make. Uh, Horse shit! I've seen the video there's, twice. There's a B. But, yes, but you were talking about when this conference was. The initial conference was in January. Yeah. Okay. Yes. The initial conference was in January. Okay. So so. No, I saw that motherfucker say it twice to two different, yes, two different yeah. camera angles. What did so, you say? So Hawaii's governor, Josh Green, uh, said he wanted the state to acquire the land destroyed in, in the Maui wildfires so they can turn the town of, uh, is it Lahana? Lahana into a smart city. And now, and I saw the video, I saw it, and I was like, oh, it all makes perfect sense now. They're going back. Uh, this is a this is a fact checked article, so that's the only way, only thing I could find because I could not find the video. Um, uh, this uh, AP's assessment with well, the video was false. Green's telling reporter on Saturday during the visit to um, La- Lahana that, uh, that the uh, FEMA that he did not allow the town to become unaffordable for locals, and he's looking how the state might preserve the land in the community. The facts was, this is what they say, while the rescue teams are still searching for missing people following the deadly wildfires, fires, I can't talk, um, that started on August 8th, social media posts are misrepresenting the comments Green made during his recent visit to Lahaina. Hang on, Rob. I need to put my other tinfoil hat on. Hang on. I just... Oh, there it is. Those, I got it strapped in there. Those will help you understand way more clearly. Clearly, Somebody, needs to, get Ar- somebody needs to get Arlo a bib. I looked at the fucked up lip on the can and was like, why would you do that? And then I tried to drink out of it. Yeah. It's down my shirt. It's, uh, well, it's fine. Um, well, it is hot in here. Take it off. It's only a million degrees outside. It is. So they're only they're talking about. I told you I got dough rolls. If, <laughs> if you do not, I ain't got a six pack. I got a fucking keg. If you want to know what the smart city is, if you don't know what the the fifteen minute smart city is, uh, Arlo, Google that shit, Arlo. That is a is that is best, a rabbit hole. Uh, take you can chase. On, on the smart city. Okay, I'll go back to people that are in our town that listen to our podcast. Okay, West Rome, behind where the Jacks is at now. Gotcha. Duplexes. Gotcha. Total electric. Really, really. They've been that way. And it didn't hit me until, oh dear God, probably the late 90s. I drove through there. I was dating a girl over there one time. Um, and I just happened to get stuck at that red light or something. And, and traffic was backed up. Bought a pair of aviators off of her. Um, I was just wondering if her last name was Quick. No, no. It's the other side of West Rome, you jackass. Oh, my bad. <laughs> um, so the other, 
you got me train wrecked now. So I'm sitting there and I look over and whatever the name of the <laughs> apartment train. He's an asshole. Keep going. Whatever the name of it is, is like it was the good side of Westrom. Well, is back there then one? there was. Yeah, no, there she, was. Yeah, there was. <laughs> um, whatever the name of the apartment complex, whatever it's called, blah 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 blah. Mm-hmm. Total Electric. And it dawned on me, because this was after the blizzard. I was like, I wonder what these motherfuckers did in 93 when the fucking power was out for a week. They froze. So the smart city is, you are a total electric smart city. There's yes. no... From there's, what no I can, ba- there's no emergency backup generator. It's, no, no, it's all... It's the, you're all on the grid. Electric. You're on, yes. And if I'm not mistaken, which I could be, because I don't research a lot of that shit... If I'm not mistaken, it's almost like Pier Park in Panama City. Where there's no cars allowed, right? Mm-hmm. Right. I believe so. I believe it's you, all you're only public, in transportation, public transportation, and that public transportation is run off electricity. Yeah. Yeah. I think. Yeah, I, I think right. you're no, right. right. I think you're, you're right. right. The other thing with that, too, is he uh, not only did he make that statement that they said he didn't make, uh, they're also, this is, the, this, is the, this is even more scary. They're going to run the whole area it's going to be governed by AI, which, yes, which goes, I saw back, that. goes back to what we were talking about before we started with the Terminator. Yeah, we're being uh, we're being ran pretty much off of algorithms now at this point. But, yes, the but, algorithm is no longer on your phone. No, it's every it's in everything that we're doing right now. Because if you don't think about Moneyball with baseball, but then move that statistic to, um. Move that statistic to government entities and how what is there's a there's a certain there used to be it probably still is major in college where you're trying to predict how society will move based on external circumstances that you can control like natural disasters food shortage uh, loss of power. You can manipulate society. God, what is it called? Anyway, there is a major out there, and there are like think tanks that hire these very smart motherfuckers that it just comes natural mm-hmm. to that can see six or seven pieces ahead on the chessboard. That is what we're talking about because if that convention, well, not if, Uncle Johnny or Cousin Johnny said it was in January. We're in August. So July, end of June... We hear about the dumb, which there are dumbs were there down in Antarctica too. Those are deep underground military bases. You have the dues, the direct energy weapons. Now you have that fire. And he was on record of Lahaina would be the flagship premier, what is it, uh, resort of the 15 minute city or. Some kind of like paradise, paradise, the yes. paradise version of the fifteen-minute city. So, when we say that, you here's here's where it even gets even worse. These people own these lands for centuries. It's yeah, been it's in their families forever. Indigenous lands. It, it's yes, First Nation, First Nations lands. They would not sell this property. This property is worth. Billions, billions, billions of dollars, especially if it gets just Google who has homes on that island. Yeah, so if this thing was to get commercialized, where it's a big, you know, big destination tourist spot, believe, hey, believe it or not, people in Hawaii that live in Hawaii, they're from Hawaii, they're Hawaiians, they don't want you there. No, 
They you, don't. That's been that they, way for years. Yes. They're still yeah, decades. That's the fact that they joined. Yeah. That they joined us. I mean, they, they came part of the it, It's the same way with going to Cherokee, North Carolina. Those folks don't. They'll really take want. your money. But, but you, yeah. 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 But you realize Lahana, they said it was the first capital of the Hawaiian kingdom. Yeah. Yeah. So it is, is that's that how old it is. But that's, that's what I mean. So. That that makes more sense to me as to why you want that to be what becomes the beacon, becomes sure. the example for everyone yeah. to follow. Yeah, you got. We're going to take what's the prideful, most important thing. We're going to take it. You going you going to sell it, or we're going to take it. All right. So two things that'll make you nauseous. One vaginosis. That too. That's one. That's so three. Three. So there's three. So that's number one. We're going backwards. Coach would have a fit because my top three are going backwards. Um, so number three is vaginosis. Number two, <laughs> that'll make you nauseous. Well, that's kind of number one. For is me. Japan yesterday? No, Monday. Has already said they are sending $2 million to help. Rebuild. Rebuild Lahaina. Japan. Mm-hmm. $2 million? $2 million. Which it doesn't sound like a lot. But for another country to give aid, it was like, Really? Because that was right after the, I'm going to give you $700 per person. person. I'm like, yeah, that'll get us, you know, maybe a month of air conditioning bills. But anyway, (laughs) the second thing. Get air for two months. Or not second thing. If you had a house. The number one thing that will make you nauseous is there was like a $12.1 billion congressional package going to be rushed through both houses. So they could get that money to Hawaii quickly. And it got to the, I think it got to the House. And they started reading it, and the Republicans killed it. And everybody's like, "That see, the Republicans don't like America, da-da-da. No, the reason is the second paragraph said $12.1 billion will go to Hawaii. Next paragraph, $24.4 billion will go to military in Ukraine. Yeah. Which we are right now up to $75 billion with a B dollars sent to the Ukraine. And if you want to that's know about the Ukrainian war, nobody got, because it's a proxy war. And that's the, if you want to know the the biggest thing about proxy God, war. That sounds, that sounds like that needs to be another podcast. We're just hiding dirty money at this point. That's all it is. We are battle testing New age weapons. Mm-hmm. We're not. We're giving them just enough that if they fuck up, we can be like, eh, we got to, we got to do that again. Well, we got a death ray. We can kill all of them. So, well, that's true. But the other thing is, <laughs> why from, do you think we're sending ocean. all the tanks? Because we're not using fucking tanks. Nobody anymore. uses tanks anymore. You want to hear something else that's even more disgusting? So they trying to buy these people out. And these people will never sell. They wouldn't sell. Like you talking about that Lahana sacred land? Okay, it's it's, it's like. They're never going to sell it. So, what do we do? What do we do? We we destroy it. We burn it to the ground, and then we get the insurance companies involved. Guess what? The insurance companies are saying to these people that's lost everything that they had. It's not covered. We Sorry. can't. We can't cover this because it's not built to code. Sorry. We cannot cover your burned house. You're going to tell me it wasn't built to code. It's in ashes. How the hell do you know if it was built to code? That would be my argument. So. These well, people, the previous thing, we, uh, fuck you. Yeah. You've got people, Come down here and say that to me. Yeah, yeah. you've got other people, uh, other other natives uh, and other islands 
that are begging these people, please don't sell. We will find a way to build back. What's the guy that owns Skinwalker Ranch? Brandon. Ah, dang it. I know you're talking about. It starts with an F. Fugle? Yes, like Brandon Fugle. Brandon Fugle. Also, Sean Ryan. Sean Ryan should just hire us. As yeah, PR he should. People. He should. And he's only You're like, doing a damn fine job. I'm, I've already reserved this. Uh, I put it in my playlist. I'll probably hey, listen to it. Keep your damn gnat over there. I didn't want to inhale him. Sorry. God dang, these Look, fruit flies. Um, Good times. Brandon Fugel was on two weeks ago. Um, he's bought. What did he say? This is my. Now, my numbers may be way and off. And this is the old Dole, old old Dole, Dole fruit plantation. It's like 700 acres. Yeah. He's returning it. To the people. To the people in 5 to 20 acre tracks, and he will help them set up how to farm the way their ancestors Now, did. where is this land located? In Hawaii. Okay, so I don't he's, know bought, which, he's bought 700 he's acres. Bought, he's bought the old Dole Plantation. Okay. which they He's going to divide it up into parcels, and he's going to issue that back, back to, to the, the natives. To the natives? Yes. Not, your, not, not me not, or you that's that going to over, over there. there. No, no. no. no this no, is no, the no. natives. You have to be a native. Okay, so what's his reasoning behind it? He's a... So, no, and and, I, and listen, I th- I think he's a great dude. Yeah, I'm a fan a, of his, but I want to know what what does he say? That, why is it? He's that's his mission. That specific. That's his mission in life. Yeah. That's his mission in life. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. He um he. They, I didn't realize he was as grounded I religiously. I listen to oh, that. Yeah. Yeah. Him he, and his brother both. Yeah. yeah. Well, all of the brothers. Yeah. What's funny is he flies in with his wife to do the Sean Ryan show. His mom and his three brothers flying with him. Then they go from. <laughs> Or he drives from Nashville over to uh, where Sean Ryan's at, and uh, to do the couple of days. Well, they're all like his mom. He's like my mom and my three brothers are like seeing the sights in Nashville while me and you are sitting here talking. And then he, Sean Ryan's like giddy, like a three year old. Mm-hmm. He's like, I've always wanted to talk to you. Yeah, <laughs> but I mean, he is a very interesting young yeah, man he's, who, he's good, yeah. or not young man, he's our age. Um, but. He, We've shit on the youth of America. We've shit on the country because of this bullshit. But he is not a Donald Trump, but he could be. Mm-hmm. He had nothing. He nothing. had to have a he had to have a scholarship, or he was going to continue to tote the shovel in his father's electric business. Yep, yep. And so he did commercial real estate and put himself through, passed all the tests by nineteen. He's done so much for the Mountain West. Like and his thing was when he he bought Skinwalker to disprove everything. But he's it's not Seventh Day Adventist. It's not Sister Wives. What is it? Mormon. He's Mormon. He's a Mormon, yes. Yeah. Okay, so the Mormon religion, from what I could gather, just I did not research that, but was just watching that interview with him. Not the Warren Jeffs Mormons. No. <laughs> it's di- a little different. They do a missionary work every year. Yep. And so when he was 19, that's how he met Dragon, his head of security. Yeah. Him and Dragon went over there, and they actually got in a fist fight. They have like, it's a, it's a two-year, uh, I forgot what it's called, but man, it's, but you reach a certain age, and then two years you go serve. Wherever the church tells you to go, and he just got Hawaii he ended up in Hawaii. Yeah, him and and that's where he met Dragon. And My friend's son is in Brazil right now. He just left to go to Brazil. So, so that's where, and so he's he fell in love with the culture. He fell in love with the people, the food, everything you can everything think about of. it. Yeah, and so he said his philanthropy is he's made enough meal money that he doesn't have to worry about things. So yeah. why not and 
Sean Ryan even put out a, a tick or a, a Instagram reel about this. You know, if you're in a position to serve people, that's what we're supposed to do. Right. We're all servants because that's what we were taught to be. If we read the book, mm-hmm. hand to God. Yeah, and so you you have these polarizing things, and I guess it goes back to what I was talking about for the echo chamber. End of the world, Lahaina, corruption, smart city. Brandon Fugel, a Mormon who owns Skinwalker Ranch, bought the Dole Fruit Plantation. They left the land in terrible condition, too, when they just left. They left everything just, just a mess. Imagine I mean. one of those uh, fishing camps in Alaska when they just pick up and leave. Yeah. yeah. So he's gone in. He It's non-invasive farming. He's trying to do natural where you're going to have to you're going to have to equate 10 15% loss to pests uh drought just weather conditions but He's trying to teach himself reliance. Yeah. Going back to a way of this culture that he fell in love with, let's try to reestablish how that way of life and which he's, is where we all should be going back. And that goes back to what he said, put it down. Mm-hmm. Just talk to somebody. Like yeah. the thing is and my wife laughs about this. 2 weeks ago we go to Chattanooga to try to find a car. We have this whole day planned out. We're going to eat lunch. Well, there's a fucking wall of thunderstorms coming. We get to look at one fucking car in the rain. Yeah. Well, we go to this pizza place that has, she's gluten-free, that has the best gluten-free pizza crust, which I have to admit, it's pretty damn she's good. She's pretty good. Pretty good pizza crust for it to be gluten-free. So I'm over there, and it's, it's a brewery, and they have your basic Bud Light, which is still not selling. Miller Light, Coors Light. <laughs> I think that's it. And then everything else is theirs. It's Five Wits Brewing in Chattu- and Chattooga. I Ooh. wish Five Wits Brewing was in Chattanooga. <laughs> in Chattanooga. And it's part of Community Pie now next to Hamilton Place Mall. So I go up there, and I'm trying to figure out what beer I want. And they're like, well, it's similar to this, and it's similar to this. Well, this elderly couple probably, I don't know, maybe between us and our parents' age. She's like, honey, am I in your way? And I was like, no, ma'am, you're not in my way. I just don't know what I want. She's like, what are you? I said, she, I said what are you drinking? Well, I'm drinking whatever it's called. And she goes, that's kind of like Miller Lite. She goes, tastes similar. And I said, well, what's your husband drinking? He goes, well, I'm drinking so-and-so, and it kind of tastes like this. I said, well, I think I'm going to drink that. I'm going to try that Mexican lager. She goes, we hadn't had that one yet. I swear to y'all, just over a beer, I, I, spe- I could have spent an hour. I spent 20 minutes talking to these people that didn't know my name. I didn't know theirs. Never, but you, even, but you didn't even ask for it. No, but you would have thought we'd have known each other for mm-hmm. years. And yeah. we talked about, and that's where so, I go back to just be nice. Yeah. Just be nice until it's not time, time to be to nice eat. anymore. Yeah. <laughs> be nice. What if he calls my mother a scum-sucking whore? Well, is she? Is she? <laughs> I, That's the first question you got to ask. I, honestly, hang on, honest to God, though, man, I, I really don't. I really do not know uh, what the next play is on this thing because to that whole smart city, the fifty minute city, you've got to have somewhere to start from the ground up. And the, right and, now, they've and got right a clean now, slate. It is it is ground up. Everything has to be re- the the power grids out. Everything pl- everything's just destroyed. I think though, and here is the thing: I've always said this. Do not fuck with indigenous people. No. I would agree. Because while they may be around us and out west, the ways of the firewater, when it comes down to it, there's still enough there, 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 
Right there, Nelly. Uh, there's still enough elders on that island that can teach this generation they thought was lost. But whether we want to admit it or not, those elders have been teaching them anyways. They have. Yeah. But what I'm saying now is they are now open vessels. They are sponges. They want to know now. How do I take, how did you, how did our, our ancestors take this land and make a footprint? Because that's what we're going to have to do. But, but that's what, because I still own the land. Mm-hmm. But that's what needs to come from this. It doesn't need to be something where we try to push this new world order or whatever it is that they blame it on, whether it's AI or whatever else we want to blame it on. Now's the time for that to happen. And that's what you see on TikTok. That's what is. I want to see happen. But I want to see them see take a step TikTok. back to that generation that lives off of it and pushes that gener, or, Pushes, pushes this agenda away. Yes, yes. And yes. that's and what, that's you what see. it'll take. You see these But young... that will never fucking make the headlines. No, and it'll never. No, 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 no. But the, on TikTok, and I go back to TikTok because, like you said, that's the only place you get raw news. I can't tell you how many people, native Hawaiians, have said, we're not leaving. Right. This is our home. And that's basically yes. what yeah. this young lady, she was probably in her 30s. She's been rebranded or that video's been stitched. Mm-hmm. Millions of times by now, and she it's just her under a palm tree, and she goes, "I'm not leaving." Yeah, and there's many of us like me. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like me that, too. that gives me goosebumps. Yeah, because because nobody has that type of passion and pride in what they believe in and what they're willing to stand up for. But like that's intoxicating when you find somebody that's willing the guy to do that, that we worked with together that was in said. Because I told him one day, I was like, this generation is fucking awful. (coughs) If the shit hit the fan, we're fucked. And he was like, you've lost your ever-loving goddamn mind. And I was like, are you serious? You really believe? He goes, son, you don't understand. He said, you don't understand. He said, you're jaded. He said, because all you got to do is go back to 9-11. He said, there's 18-year-old kids in a fucking picnic table, and they tell them the World Trade Center just got bombed. He said... There's 18-year-old kids on the streets that just walked into the recruiters. I'm your next guy. Mm-hmm. He said, it's there. We yeah. still have it. He said, God, that's I what you... I so, because we're going to need it. And that's the thing. I think echo going... And I know I've just hammered this, but it's the echo chamber. You can find yourself, these kids ain't worth a shit. They don't have work ethic. But when it comes down to it, there's two things these kids love. They love authority, and they love for you to bust their ass when they step out of line. Yeah. And there's two things you'll never get them to stop doing. This same guy said this. He said that, and then he said this. He goes, and there's two things you'll never get them to stop doing. And I said, well, what is that, coach? And he goes, you'll never get them to stop drinking, and you ain't ever going to get them to stop fucking. <laughs> and I was like, Jesus Christ, those are two different ends of the spectrum, and they're both true. And they both make sense. It makes perfect sense. So I love that guy. You, um, I, I mean, I think that's what I hang my hat on at night, because if I don't, Oh, yeah. I want to eat a bullet. Yeah. I mean, yeah. But this is the same guy that I had a conversation with where me and him were talking one day, and I told him, based on his background being a military guy like he was, I said, my biggest regret in life was not looking at my dad and saying, look, I know it scares you that I want to join, but this is what I want to do. And I didn't do that. And I told him, and I remember that coach looked at me and said, hey, man, you're still serving. You're serving the kids of this school. You're serving your family. You're serving your parents. Like, he went off like it pissed him off, which was crazy because you would think with his background, he'd be like, you know what? You should have served. But he didn't. Yeah, He basically spun it around and put it in my face and said, hey, man, instead of looking backwards and being pissed because you got a regret, look at who you're serving. Look at what you're blessed with. Serve them. 
And I think that. that goes to solid dude, man. Solid dude. I think the other thing is, and a lot of people shit on cops. A lot of people shit on teachers because we only see the bad part Videos. of those profession. Yeah. Yep. And well, I the, always the good see side this. Doesn't make headlines. No, it's not if, newsworthy. The kid. I mean, they're in my mind. They're still kids. Hell, they have families and kids of their own now. Mm-hmm. There's probably 20 people I still that we coached or that I taught that I have their cell phone numbers. <laughs> Isn't it funny? And I'll be like, well, you know, it was just, and then like, no, it wasn't. She's 30 something years mm-hmm. old and she has a five year old. You dumbass. Yeah. And it's like, but, man, wow. Yeah. But the thing is you made a difference enough to where, like if I called, I, she, you know, we both raised her since she was probably in fifth grade. If we both called her at any time, if she couldn't do it, she's not on the top five, but she's in the six to ten. Guarantee it. Yeah. I, I might not be able to make it tonight, but I'll be there I'll tomorrow. I'll be there. Mm-hmm. I'll be there. And there's a lot of those kids that you teach, and, and there's a lot of hard conversations that I had with kids. These are not your road Scholar kids. These are your kids that are in blue-collar work. They're married to blue-collar workers. Solid... Shit hits the fan, and you're on that side of town, I can go there. You understand what I'm mm-hmm. trying to say? And I yep. think that's what you kind of – the world is on fire. But I think the underlying current that is not making the news, and we talked about this off air, clickbait headlines, if you click on something, it most of the time the headline does not match the article. It's skewed. Yeah. you got to embrace your community, your friends – I'm hesitant to say like-minded because you need someone that rubs you wrong. Mm-hmm. I need an, a contradicting. I want someone to challenge my beliefs because if I keep being told I'm right, hell, I'm the greatest person We need ever. a catalyst. Right. Like always, yeah. And so I think that's the thing. You know, I guess the one thing to pull away from this is be vigilant. Guess what Hollywood star has not made one statement about this whole entire thing? No, she did. I saw her. Who? No, the the main Hawaiian. Oh, that's right. Because you know why? He hadn't said a word. Fucking word. Dude. No, not a word. Who? Jason Momoa hadn't said anything. Hasn't about made it. one statement. About or, it. Or, or there's that's who I was thinking. The who? one that you just said is the one that I was thinking. Both of them. Who's it? Oh yeah, the neither rock. one of them. Either one of them. It's amazing that we use this as a platform to make money off of, but when you need to step up and embrace what your heritage is to help them pull themselves back up. Oh, I don't want it's going to affect my payday. You know, they're not going to speak out. It's going to be so vanilla whatever statement they make, and it's going to be tied in with the fucking Red Cross. Send money to the Red Cross. Well, here's the thing. I saw a thing right before we don't came over here. send money to the fucking Red Cross. No, Find if you can get there, that, somebody over there. Venmo, Venmo yeah. their ass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Here's the other thing that I saw. And Ugh, the guy had a great, sick. great thing, and he ended his video with like six seconds of the Hawaiian flag. He gives all you cocksuckers that are okay with sixty five billion dollars being sent to a third world country that we don't have a fucking clue of why we're there. You were quick to put the fucking flag on your background. I dare you to put this one on your background. And he ended his video. Yep. Damn. Yep. Nice. Well, gentlemen, it wasn't a fun one, but uh, but it's a lot of crazy shit going on out there in the world. And like I said, you don't know who to trust. You don't know who to believe. You don't know you don't know what's going on. But if I you think, just find your community, man. Well, and that's what I was going to say. I, I, to me, coming and joining you guys and being a part of this, this is therapeutic for me, just for the stance or just for the the, the, the fact that we can sit here and just. 
we're just honest, man. Yeah. Either you're going to listen to us because we're honest and we're going to tell you what we're thinking, or you're going to turn us the fuck off and yeah. move on to something else. I really don't give a shit. I've reached that point in yeah. my life where I really don't need no, your praise or anything else. At everybody this point. knows on this show we we not we're not trying to appease the masses. It's only the cool well, people. Just, we only try to appease the cool people. That, that's, so. that's you right. either with us or, or you against us. us. <laughs> they hate us because they, they hate us. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my God! Hey, uh, if anybody knows Sean Ryan, I know where he like the town he lives. I gotta in. meet this guy. We want. We'd love to talk to him. Yes, yeah. Franklin, Tennessee. Highlight of my my podcast and career. I'm gonna so. catch his ass walking around the Walmart parking lot again, pissed off. Sean, listen, man, I ain't got a lot of money, but I did make a little bit of money recently. You know, only because I'm doubling up on a paycheck from leaving one school system to go into a new one. <laughs> I will get your ass here if you'll come hang out with us. Yeah. But no, I can no, no, only no, no, no. We'll He's go. in we'll Franklin, dude. dude. We'll go we'll to him. There. Oh, we'll actually, yeah, yeah, yeah. Never mind. We'll come to you. <laughs> yeah, you we'll, got a much cooler place to hang out. Yeah, we, yeah, he does. <laughs> yeah, we pay for we'll pay for dinner. So My bad, sure. I misspoke. I'll buy dinner. How's that? Yeah, we can do that. So, all right, gentlemen, y'all uh, enjoy the rest of your week, everybody. And again, thank you guys for listening to the show and supporting the show. We still keep having a big influx of new listeners, uh, and we appreciate you. If you would, please, whatever platform you're listening to this podcast on, please subscribe or follow it, whichever the option is to give to you, and then give us a five-star rating because that helps us. It helps boost us up there with the big boys so other people can enjoy what we do. So, uh, gentlemen, I appreciate y'all. Always. uh, We'll talk real soon. Peace out. Later.